All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? It's Keefe, and you are watching another edition of GhostCultMag.com's Weekly Ritual, our weekly rock and metal news show. Talking METAL. Me here, you there. Overnight this time. Happy Friday, happy Black Friday. Uh, crazy time in the world. We don't uh, support or celebrate genocides here, but if you're having a, a holiday weekend and uh, you're trying to enjoy yourself and your friends and your family, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that inherently. Just making sure you guys can hear me all right. Uh, again, continuing to experiment with all kinds of angles and things. If you're here on the socials, the best experience for this is YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever it is. And then we're also on Instagram and TikTok. If you got some questions, drop us a donation or a super like or a subscription. We're appreciative of all that stuff. And your answers and your questions go right to the top about anything happening in the world right now. Music. Um, the layout of the show is as such. As usual, we give the announcements. This is part of it, the beginning of the show. Then we cover all sorts of stuff. We talk about the festival news and concert tours and big one-off shows. And um, and then we go run down the major news stories of the week. And after that, we do a little bit of new music kung fu. We talk about the new music out today. Humongous day of releases. Some major releases as well as Record Store Day Black Friday. We're going to talk all about it. Then we're going to unbox something cool from our mailbag. Some fresh shit that we got. And then we're going to skedaddle that's the show hopefully you all enjoy it thanks for being here if you're here we appreciate you going on a little late had some technical difficulties um but yeah uh once again it's a crazy time in the world i hope everybody is okay is as okay as they can be it's almost starting to feel like uh 2020 again weirdly um but again hope you're all okay and if you're not okay these dms are open for you so let us know I'm going to actually, yep, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to do the damn thing. Uh, so again, let's, we got the deck open here at the top. If you're watching on the streamers, again, drop us a super like or a super thanks or whatever these monetary gifts are if you want your question to go to the top. But I'll probably answer everybody's questions anyway because I'm cool like that. And, uh, yeah, or drop us some comments. Let's get this conversation going wherever you are in the world tonight. We appreciate you. Let us know where you're at and where you're watching from. We take notes. We pay attention. Even people who dog us and diss us, let me know what you need, what you think. We appreciate it. We take any and all feedback. And we, uh, we work on ourselves constantly. It's a constant process. So. The weekly rituals, 1124, almost to December as we end the holiday weekend here in the USA. The rest of the world is just fine without us and our, our crazy holidays. But uh, I've also got my friend here, my friend Lady Baphomet. Woo Hello. She's helping me keep score here and keep me on task. 
It is an awesome stuff plushie I got uh, from Twin Temple at the Twin Temple merch uh, merch stand on their tour. Their current album's out now, God is Dead, pretty badass. One of my favorite top 30-ish records of the year. A lot of album of the year stuff coming soon. I'm going to talk all about it. So that's uh, the housekeeping. We already ran down the uh, lay of the land for the show. And now time for the announcements. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Let's see. I see y'all over here on the tick of the talk. Thanks for being here. If you like rock and metal, this is the place you want to be. We do. If you don't know, ghostcultman.com. That's where we're from. That's what we do. We are worldwide daily rock and metal news portal. Sometimes we do a few other types of music. But, uh, Reviews. We review over 500 records this year. We've done over 200 interviews this year. We have attended three, 400 shows this year, uh, including festivals all around the world. So come on this journey with us. We appreciate you. All right. Features this week here at Ghost Cult. Just as a reminder, we're on all the socials. Threads, X, Blue Sky. The usuals. Most of our great content is on YouTube and Instagram, but we share it all over the place. If you're on those things, come join us there. Give us a follow and a sub if you like what you see. And then, of course, as we like to say, we're on Discord and Reddit. Uh, if you want in a direct feed, you want to skip all this social media nonsense BS, we have a Discord and we have a Reddit just for Ghost Cult content. It all goes right there. So no BS. Uh, Reddit was insane this week. We're about to talk about how and why. People all up in their feelings on Reddit and on the other socials. All right. Uh, we're also on Twitch. We're trying to get these numbers up. Let's do the damn thing. All right. Uh, starting off with some sad news, as we sometimes do. Uh, this is a post put up by Dream Theater. They're not their original singer, but their singer from their debut album, Charlie Dominici, passed away. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, passed away suddenly. Not that old a guy, but uh, he co he was an early member of the band. He's on their first debut album. And the band posted a very loving tribute to Charlie. Uh, no cause of death was revealed, but apparently it was uh, unexpected. So you never like to see that. You definitely don't like to see people pass away unexpectedly these days. Hurts. Um, this is another one that kind of surprised me. Um, you know, this is, this is a brutal one. This is... Uh, George Brown, George Funky Brown, the co-founder of Cool in the Gang. Uh, you may not know Cool in the Gang if you're a rock and metal fan, but actually hugely inspirational and influential to a whole generation of rock drummers. Uh, everybody you can imagine. Cool in the Gang actually started in the 60s and early 70s, and uh, it was uh, Funky Brown and uh, Papa Bell, Papa Cool Bell who founded the band. Uh, I actually saw Cool in the Gang co-headline a show with Van Halen in 2011. That's the one time I've ever seen Van Halen. It was with David Lee Roth and Wolfgang on bass instead of Michael Anthony. I'm glad I went. Um, not a big Hagar fan. And so, yeah, uh, 
pretty wild that I got to see him play. Um, but in any case, uh, rest in peace, George Funky Brown, 74 years old. Not that old. Old, but not that old, you know? Not old for the earth, just kind of old-er. Okay, moving right along. Uh, it's Black Friday. Just like genocide, we don't love commercialism, but as rockers and metalheads, we like stuff, right? It's okay. You might want to buy a gift for someone. You might want to want to buy a gift for yourself. And so Black Friday is a thing. I know that every band out there and every record label and other websites have Black Friday sales. So honestly, if you got a band you're really passionate about, um, Milky Millennial is here. What's up? What's up? Thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Hey, yourself. Uh, this is our rock and metal news show. Looks like we got a little bit of a nice following over here on the TikTok for a change. So feel free to pop in with some questions, drop us a donation, give us a sub. We appreciate it. That channel's growing. Just talking about Black Friday. You know, I know that capitalism's evil and greed is evil and consumerism's got its uh, negative shit. Oh, cooling off because you had to hear on too long. I have done the same thing. I uh, was in a hotel room last night uh, as part of my holiday travels and uh, fell asleep with the heater on, woke up very sweaty, turned it off. Then I was uncomfortable, put the AC on. It's just hard to get it right. I don't know. I'm a pretty sweaty dude. I'm a roundish mammal. And so I'm thick with two C's and it's hard to stay comfortable. But uh, if you're interested in Black Friday stuff and you're a rocker and a metalhead and you either have gifts to buy for people or yourself, we have a gift guide for rockers and metalheads. We do one every year. When we have it, it, the list is in our, it's on a link in our bio. It's on our website. It's one of the top posts on our site right now because it put it out yesterday. So definitely if you're looking for anything you like, music, merch, concert tickets, festival tickets, cruises, uh, jigsaw puzzles, books, merch, vinyl, we got a whole list of things. And most of the things, if you buy anything from us, it helps us out. Uh, looks like Adam three six thirty one and Hobblegraph are here, as well as uh, she the one. She's a, she the one. I'm not sure. Radio Kairos, what's up? Uh, you are. Am I a true metalhead if I listen to the basic bands? Of course you are. Uh, you know, metals like Alcoholics Anonymous. We take everyone in all conditions. Um, we're now gatekeepers here. I love Metallica. Metallica is one of my favorite bands. I saw him three times this year, and I traveled across the country twice to go see him. So we love Metallica. You can, we got a bunch of Metallica news coming up, actually. Some very interesting stuff. So yeah, I we don't we're not gatekeeping dickweeds. Um, you know, there are certain bands I personally do not like, and there are certain bands that are just dreadful. But you know, that's up to you if you like those bands. And uh, we're not here to tell, we're only here to advise you on what to listen to, not to tell you what you listen to sucks. Um, unless it's like Journey, Journey is terrible. Um, but anyway, Black Friday is a thing. We have a whole list of merch and stuff. Your dad wore out Megadeth, you hate it. I bet, I bet. 
that's kind of the journey of every uh, child is you end up rebelling against your parents by hating what they love. I actually love the music my parents listen to. I love jazz. And I actually have a minor in musicology from my college days. And I studied a lot of jazz history. And I cannot play it, but I love it. And I love a lot of classical music, which my mom was into, and a lot of world music, which my mom was into. So my dad thought heavy metal was the devil and evil and was like, you keep following your brother's footsteps. One day he's going to stop short. Your head is going to go right up his ass. That's what he used to say. I actually thought my name was uh, Hey Asshole for the first like eight to ten years of my life. I didn't know my name was Keefy till later. Anyway, Black Friday is a thing. Record Store Day Black Friday is especially a thing. So after I'm done with this live stream and after I do some stuff on the website, I'm going to go to bed, wake up early, and go to my favorite record store here in San Francisco and go pick up some record store Black Friday purchases. We just shared a bunch of social media posts promoting our link. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to hear that, and that's not nice or cool. Um, that sucks. And, uh, you know, you seem pretty cool, Milky Millennial. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, everybody's welcome here. we got an open, safe space for everyone here. And if you're a person that likes to not create face <laughs> safe spaces, get GTFOA, whatever. Um, but Records Today Black Friday is a thing. It varies. It basically was created to drive people into their local record stores to buy physical product when vinyl was just hitting a resurgence, it's like maybe 10 years old, 15 years old. It's a lot of it is US, but there's record store day all over the world. Uh, the UK especially does a nice job too. So, yep. Um, we have a whole list and a suggested list of what you should get, especially if you're into rock music. We got a couple of other movie soundtracks, Christmas music from some cool punk and metal bands. Um, some hip-hop. Uh, so there's some crucial stuff out there. Go check out our list, also with the link in our description. And uh, maybe I'll come back in on the YouTube and link this for those who watch on the rewatch. You got three vinyls. You got three... You know, uh, I think there was a statistic earlier this year that maybe 50% of the people that buy vinyl don't have a turntable. That's cool, too. You're supporting the band. Actually, it's one of the best ways you can support a band because this shit's expensive to make. And kind of like a car sitting on a lot, they need to get rid of it. So if you buy a vinyl from a band, you're really helping support them. Uh, it's not a competition. I also have a podcast. We'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, I do not remember that Metallica made a Christmas album. I think they may have done a Christmas song, a cover, at one of their um, charity concerts. But I don't remember them doing one. Uh, but that's cool. I'm here. I'd like to hear Papa Hat do a Christmas, you know, Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, I'm here for it. I want it. I really want it. Um, moving right along. <clears throat> One thing that Ghost Cult is involved in is we're starting to pick up sponsorships and associations and media partnerships with major festivals. So Valken, the granddaddy of all the metal festivals in the whole world does a Battle of the Bands competition worldwide every year. And the winner, one winner, goes to play Wagen in Hamburg, uh, in Wagen, Germany. Next, near Hamburg, not in Hamburg. And Ghost Cult is now a media partner of the Wagen Metal Battle. 
Battle of the Bands, and maybe we're going to go judge some of these Battle of the Bands. I'm super excited to do it. And so applications are open now. If you got a band and you think you got what it takes locally, they're all over the country where these Battle of the Bands take place. And then if you win, there's regionals, and then there's the big one where you maybe go. Nice license to Ill is dope. I remember when it came out. I'm old enough to remember when it dropped. I was in junior high school, just about high school. And it was fresh. I still love the Beasties. Um, they just recently dedicated that corner in Manhattan to the Beastie Boys where Paul's Boutique, the album covers from. You're 31, not that. Yeah, that's cool, man. We'll take you. Again, we take everybody. I'm not cooler because I saw certain bands. I'm just old. I'm just, just born at the right time. So features and interviews we did this week here at Ghost Cult. This is our homie, Gabriel Palacio of Anti-Mazd Beast. He is a solo industrial artist. He's super creative and interesting. Uh, this is our second or third interview with him in the history of Ghost Cult. He puts out music pretty much every couple of years, and he kind of reinvents himself every time. So this is a really cool interview. He breaks down his whole new album, and uh, it's worth checking out. If you're really interested in how people make music, Yep. Easy Street. Easy E got a street this week. That's true. That's right. Down in LA. Um, so yeah, check out this interview with Gabe from Andy Ma's Beast. Also, we interviewed the psychedelic rock duo Darsambra, Brian and Anne. Super fun, super cool, heavy. We talk about concept records. Their new album, Doomsday Book, is a concept album. And uh, super fun chatting with them. They toured like for three straight months as an underground DIY band. The last fall, all the, the whole fall since the summer. And then um, I think they're going to add some more dates for next year. They played some festivals. So check out that fun interview we did. We got a lot of cool stuff coming next week. In the next few weeks, we've got some super cool interviews coming out with Helmet and Travis Miguel of Atreyu for his side project band, as well as some more underground artists. So definitely check it out. What are my favorite hip-hop albums? Um, Kevent Horizon is here. Your name is awesome. If you got an awesome screen name, I'm going to call it out, by the way. Kevent, Kevent Horizon. Very smart. Um, my personal favorite hip-hop albums. Honestly, my, I would say probably number one, with a bullet is Boogie Down Productions, the original project of KRS-One. You probably know him better as a solo artist because he's been a solo artist many, many times longer. But certainly uh, Dr. Dre the Chronic, uh, Nas It Was Written, Eric B. and Rakim, uh, obviously Beasties, probably probably uh, Check Your Head more than any other record I played, but I like all of them. Um, some er so mostly early, early stuff, and I love Tupac. So, like, if I had to pick Biggie or Tupac, gotta pick Tupac. Uh, favorite, yep, nine millimeter goes bang. Uh, word up. Um, my favorite hip hop song is probably again, Boogie Down Productions, Love's Gonna Get You. That's my all time favorite jam. It almost feels like my life story from when I was a little kid. I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. As much as I was getting into metal, as a little metalhead and rocker. Oh, Helmet has a uh, event horizon here on, on Instagram. Says, I haven't thought about them in a, forever. They have a brand new record that just came out called Left. And it's killer. Uh, 
you know, Helmet is one of the greatest bands to come out of New York City in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, they have seminal records, Strap It On, in Meantime, and Betty for a one, two, three out of the gate is some of the most killer heavy music ever made, kind of hardcore, kind of avant-garde, definitely metal. Uh, many bands have ripped off Helmet's guitar riffs, including some very famous instances, but we're not here to talk about the negativity right now. we got some negative shit coming later. Um, so in addition to these video streams, we also have a podcast. This show is going to be a podcast over the weekend after it's done processing. Um, oh, Scarface is dope. Black Thought is dope. Red Man is dope. That's cool. Uh... Ice Cube for real. Guru. Oh, dude, Guru is great. I saw Gangstar open for Rage Against the Machine uh, about 25 years ago on the last tour, Rage Against the Machine, or next to last tour they did before breaking up. So I do love Guru. Um, so Ghost Cole has a podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, yeah, um, this week on the podcast, we have some exclusive podcasts. Metal X Candy is here. What's up? In addition to the Ghost Cult podcast, we some of these video interviews here on YouTube become podcasts, either you know extended versions or whatever. Oh, of course, Wu Tang Clan, and uh, that's a great one. I actually used to work in college radio in the mid '90s, and I got to meet like Wu Tang Clan, the Fugees, Nas, a bunch of people right before they got big. So it was real interesting. Uh, there's some stories on our you on our YouTube, some some old school during the pandemic. I was trying to do all kinds of content and I was doing like some stuff from my life story and music. And those stories are in there too. Uh, but there's a famous one where uh Method Man was worried I was a narc, even though I was like on the air. I was on the air doing like new regular news for my college radio station, and like Wu Tang came in like 30 deep. And like all curious about this long haired ponytail guy. Um, so this week on the podcast, we reshared our interview with Capra. Capra has one of the coolest records out this year. Uh, Errors just re recently released on Blacklight Media, and they are awesome. Yeah, I never want to relive 2020 again, also. But the plus side of it is things like this show started in 2020. Even though we've been around for 11 years, ghostcultbank.com has been around 11 years, but we started doing a lot of video content and podcasts heavy and these shows and these interviews over Zoom when I used to do them in person. Maybe we do a handful, 10, 12, 15, 20 a year, 30 a year, and now we do hundreds because they're so easy to do. Um, do, I, do we review unsigned bands? There is a link in our bio to send us music. Now, here's the story. I'm going to give it to you real, which many other people won't. We do review some unsigned bands. The problem is most unsigned bands send us their stuff after it's out already, which is not the worst thing in the world. The reality is we have so much stuff that we do review from major labels and metal labels and rock labels that it's like overwhelming. We reviewed over 500 records in 2023. So the, the best thing you can do send it to me proper send me an introduction email at submissions at ghostcultmag.com which is again a, there's a link to it in the bio send us all the information about your band send us links to your music don't embed mp3s please but if you send me stuff in a drive or a zip file it's kind of okay as long as it's not virused up 
I prefer private streaming links and things like that. If you can't afford to hire PR, do some research on how to write a correct bio. Tell me, help me help you. And the number one thing is send me your music well before it comes out, months before it comes out, three, four months. Um, I know that bands, I used to be in a band for a long time, marginally successful. I did open for like Testament and SOD, Adoro and Shadows Fall and things like that with my band 25, 30 years ago. But um, a lot of bands send us stuff. Hey, my record came out like two months ago. No one picked it up. Could you do a review? We probably don't have time. If you tell me like my record's coming out in like six months, can you add it to your New Music Friday list, which we're going to talk about later? Can you promote us in any way? We got a cool video. Tell me, help me help you. Give me a compelling reason to cover you. There's so much music. There's so many bands. Um, all right, Milky Millennial is Milky Millennial is your YouTube channel under your name. Um, if it's under your name, we'll look it up. I try to follow and subscribe to every band and anybody else that supports us. Hey, Craig Gallison. I hope I said that correctly. Iron Maiden's photographer in 85, 86. I'm deeply jealous. <laughs> I'm deeply jealous of you. Uh, seen Iron Maiden a ton. I'm no longer working as a concert photographer. I did quite a lot of it about 10, 5 to 10 years ago. I'm kind of retired now. But uh, we have a whole staff of concert photographers all over the world. Um, moving right along. So Capra, check out the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. Where if you listen to podcasts, we're getting real sidetracked a little here. I'm going to get us back on focus. Yeah, yeah, Hobble Graph. I'm glad I could help. Just, you know, feel send it along. Um, so in addition to the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, we also support the Heavy Business podcast. The Serpent Conjurations here, of course. What's up? How's it going? Good to see you. Uh, Heavy Business podcast brought to you by C-Squared Marketing and PR. I have been a guest just recently on the uh, Heavy Business podcast. I probably should share that on Ghost Cult a little more. And uh, basically, in addition to being a PR marketing experts, they interview people in the music industry to help bands get free advice on what to do with their career. So it's essential listening. Very few podcasts are out there with actual practical advice. Uh, their newest podcast is just out. Their last two podcasts featured Craig and Lum of Heathen, who also works for Nuclear Blast. And that dude knows a thing or two about metal and rock and the music business and how to make it. And then they also did a whole roundtable discussion about royalties, rights, legal stuff. So, like, I don't know anybody else doing this kind of stuff for rock and metal. So check out the Heavy Business Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts as well as on YouTube. Um, yep, yep. Oh, Joe Satch. Yeah, I mean, I don't love Sammy Hagar. I'm a Van Halen uh, right before you joined, Craig, I was talking about uh, the Cool and the Gang drummer, the co-founding Cool and the Gang drummer passed away. And I saw Van Halen and Cool and the Gang like 10, 12 years ago. And I don't love Sammy, man. He's great. I like one or two of those records, but I don't sit around and re-listen to them. I only re-listen to, to the Roth stuff, whether he's good or not. Um, you know, we put this thing together before the holiday, this show tonight, and I didn't talk about a couple of major stories. Maybe if there's time, I'll bring them up at the end, but we're already kind of over time. In addition to the Heavy Business Podcast and the Ghost Cult Podcast, I'm also the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, Beer Metal and Swearing. We did not have an episode this week due to the holiday, but we start our new series next week. We usually do series, and then we do a chaser, and we do series, and sometimes we throw a chaser in the middle. 
We're doing a brand new series starting next week on DRI, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. We're going to do their first batch of records that are important. Maybe we'll throw another episode in between there. Our last episode that just ran last week is all about how to different pressings of vinyl and what to listen for and re understanding what a remaster and remixed album actually is and does. So check it out. Two nerds talking about music, craft beer, vinyl collecting, sometimes some hockey, sometimes some other crap. Shout out to my hetero life mate, Nick Cameron. All righty. Uh, also, also this is wet cactus. We just debuted their brand new album out today. Um, you can check that out on Electric Valley Records, very well known for underground, stoner doom, psychedelic rock. Uh, so yeah, their their new album's out today. Check that out. And uh, let's see. Let's make sure there was nothing else I forgot that was major before I move along. Let's see. Yep. Uh, their album, by the way, Wet Cactus is Magmatress. Magma Tress. All right. Uh, ha, ha, ha. It's funny that you mentioned uh, Page and Plant. Um, yeah, Satch is great, man. I, I know. He had roots here. In the, I live in the Bay Area now. I'm from the East Coast originally. And he has roots here. Obviously, was like the teacher for Satriani and many other people. Um, Scooter0075 is here. Hi, Scooter. All my favorite people are joining on Instagram now. Uh, I will tell you, Page and Plant, it's not in our story here, but, uh, their infamous 30-year-old Page and Coverdale Page, oh, Page and Plant, I was thinking about Coverdale Page, not Plant, but Coverdale Page, Japan got a brand new version of that album in this gorgeous ocean blue, I'll call it, like, uh, uh, yeah, ocean blue, we'll call it like a meme wave blue, which I think is supposed to be based on some infamous Asian art. Uh, so moving right along, just to let you know, also, since it's the holidays, uh, we're going to be running a holiday advertising sale. If you got a band like the guy who asked us about, uh, underground bands, if you're looking to promote your DIY band, record store, record label. We do advertising on our site. Pretty reasonable, I think. Also, also, we're part of the Lamb Goat Media Network. If you know Lamb Goat, is a, an, another fellow website to us. Um, you know, um, we're in their media network of a bunch of new websites. And uh, if you're looking for some advertising opportunities, go hit up lambgoatmedia.com. Uh, I hear you, man. It's I was just talking about this on a recent podcast. A lot of, you know, it's hard to get la bands at last. On one hand, this is one of the best times ever in my life for music is the availability of music is everywhere at your fingertips, all the formats you want. But it's true, like bands at last and are consistent. There's so few, relatively few. But I think there's a lot of good bands. And especially if you have a genre you're dialed into that you love definitely go you can seek out a lot of great bands when people tell me there's no good bands that i don't agree with is there legend status bands when these top tier bands retire priest made in metallica slipknot alice in chains i don't know who's going to be there to pick up the slack but <sighs> anyway moving right along uh really quick let's give a shout out to our affiliate partner sticker mule if you've got a band a business again that you need custom stickers for 
Sticker Mule is your team, your gang. There's a link in our description of this video where you can get $10 off your first order. We also get a $10 credit when you get a $10 credit. So I think Sticker Mule is pretty cool. We love their stuff. They also do magnets, keychains, padded mailers, all kinds of stuff with your branding on it. And we use the stuff. It's not just that we rep them or we have a deal with them. We actually really use it. I feel like I have a coaster handy here somewhere. Yep, I have one handy. I'm using it as a bookmark right now because I have a ton of them. Check this guy out. That's our logo and our mascot, Culty. I was not the original founder of GhostCultMag.com. I inherited GhostCultMag, but the co-founder of GhostCultMag had some Mayan roots. And so we were founded in the doomsday year of 2012. And that's why we have the Mayan clock face as our mascot, Culty. Anywho, moving that along, Sticker Mule, check them out. So now, finally, the news rundown. I'm going to go through this pretty quickly. I'll take a sip of my seltzer. Um, prices vary, but as like with most sticker companies, Craig, as you buy more, they go down in price. I found them to be pretty reasonable. There's, I've used a few companies over the years. We also have buttons from them that were dirt cheap and gorgeous and super sturdy and well-made. We also have the padded mailers. We actually did a contest. We just turned 11 in October, and I have to uh, send out a bunch of prize packs. So I have padded mailers and tape. Can't go wrong. Uh, go check them out. And uh, like I said, the link in our description or the link in our bio on TikTok where you are should have our discount deal. But if not and you don't find it, go to our, our link tree at Ghost Cult Mag. Or come over to YouTube and check out uh, this thing. Well, okay, so really quick, Scooter, before I get into news, I have a Slipknot story. If you can hang out for th three minutes, I'm going to get to the Slipknot story. I have thoughts, many, many thoughts. All right, let's do this, Brutus. Festival news, some big ones real quick. I'm going to rattle these off. Grass Pop Metal Meeting added about 80 bands to their 130-band bill, um, including Alice Cooper, Tool, Machine Head, uh, Avenged Sevenfold. It looks nuts. This is every summer in Belgium in June. Um, really great festival. And it looks insane this year. I know that it's the festival season in this in Europe is the goal. It's the dream. And it's very competitive. So they have a killer lineup this year. When we were young, sold out of their... I, they, they had planned this. They knew it was going to sell out just like the first one did. When we were young, sold out their first festival in minutes. And then immediately announced another one. And that went on sale this week. Tickets are already moving fast. Definitely going to sell out the second day. Personally, this should be a two-day festival, just like I said about Sick New World, which we're hoping to go back to again this year. should really be split up over two days. It's like almost too many bands for one day in the heat in Vegas. But when we were young, if you're an emo, if you're a punk, super cool. And I will say the way they stepped it up for year two, not just with the bands, um, at Ghost Cult, may I get a little misspelling there, Craig, G-H-O-S-T-C-U-L-T-M-A-G.com. Feel like a little George Carlin coming on there. Uh, Clitten, C L I T, apostrophe. Um, when we were young, is gonna have 
the predominant majority of bands play a full album performance. I don't know how that's going to work logistically, and you're going to miss some bands you want to see. But it does sound amazing. I don't think any festival has ever attempted this before at this scale. Maybe not. Maybe if you have a five or a ten band festival and everybody's playing an exclusive album full playthrough, that's cool. But to do like 50 bands and they're all doing an album, even if they're like 2000s and 90s albums that were like 30 minutes, it's wild. Wild. All right. Going forward. Uh, Brutal Assault Festival, which takes place in a fortress in Czech Republic every summer, has added a ton of new bands, including Headliner, Abat, Devil Master, Doheim's Guard, Grand Magus, Heavy Metal from the UK, and Pale Nazarene primordial cold and so many more bands uh this thing always looks awesome every year they step it up and do better and better that's the latest round of bands we'll have the full poster i think coming soon not fest has announced australia no slipknot or slipknot related bands on the bill that we know of but pantera reunion tribute whatever you want to call it we got some pantera news coming up in a minute Disturbed, Lamb of God, Hailstorm, The Who, Asking Alexandria, and many more bands that's taking place, I believe, in March, early March. Tickets are on sale now. Not Fest and Slipknot are unstoppable, mostly. Um, Milwaukee Metal Fest is coming back for a second time. Thank you, Jamie Josta, for bringing it back in the first place. Mr. Bungle has been announced as the first headliner or the main headliner. It looks amazing. It's their first show in Milwaukee in like 20 years or 23 years. Blind Guardian, Deicide, Hatebreed will finally play their own festival, Milwaukee Metal Fest, In Flames, Camelot, Possessed, and many more, Catatonia, tons of more bands to come and be announced. Early bird tickets are on sale now. Go get them. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Metallica, who is really only playing like 20-something shows next year, has announced two festival appearances, one in Italy and one in Sweden at Tons of Rock. So there may be, because it's the second year of the M72 tour, they feel like they can add a few more shows now that they went one cycle through the whole world. Uh, Metallica used to play 300-plus shows a year. They're down to a few dozen. They are retiring probably in the next five years. And I and uh, my partner on the Glacial Musical Podcast, Nick, was saying they're not even going to announce like a retirement tour. They're going to just stop one day. So if you love Metallica, go see him. Go see him now if you've never seen him. Brian Cox, 118. What's up, bud? Not much. How you doing? How you doing? Chris joined. Craig is still here. Um... Skymoto is here. All right. TikTok blowing up for a change. I like to see it. And not getting trolled too bad. I'm sure I just invited you all to troll me. Don't troll me. I'm not in the mood. But anyway, uh, Headbangers Boat is officially on sale. This is the second edition of the cruise with Lamb of God, Death Clock, Kamira, ugh, At the Gate, Soulfly, Exodus, Napalm Death, Corrosion Conformity, After the Burial. So many killer bands. That is on sale now. Go check it out. I heard from several people who went that thought it was amazing. So that's coming up. Uh, this is, I hate when I can't read the names. This is Burn 
Burnfest 9 taking place very soon here in the States. Pessimist is the headliner. They're awesome. I can't read most of these band names. But uh, I don't know. You got to kind of make your festival logo a little more legible if you're going to have all the illegible band names. You know? Just saying. Jay Lit is here. What's up, Jay Lit? All right. That's all the festival news. We kept it short this week. We'll have many more in the future. Time for concerts. Kiss. Kiss is getting to the last few weeks of their final tour, supposedly. And Paul Stanley has the flu, so they canceled the Ottawa show in just less than a few hours before the doors were supposed to open, which is unfortunate. Wow. I don't know if these shows are being made up because it is their farewell tour and they're not supposed to be touring anymore after this. So it's not like they could just tack on some shows for next year. This is it. This is the last few weeks they're ever going to tour as a band. That doesn't mean they won't play a show in the future. If the money's good, I'm sure they'll go do it. So they canceled Ottawa and Toronto. And I do feel, for, you know, Canada's humongous, right? It's like the same length as the U.S., and it may even be more spread out and less populous. So if you travel from across the country to go see Kiss and they canceled, you'd be pissed and rightfully so. And I am deeply sorry if that happened to anybody. They are supposed to be doing their final shows in New York City. They announced a whole takeover in New York City with a pop-up shop and a collaboration with the Rangers hockey team and all kinds of cool events. So if you love Kiss and you're going for those last few shows... Best of luck. We're going to do some KISS content later next week around the final, final, final KISS is a touring band thing, if you care. Uh, I grew up a huge KISS fan as a little kid. I understand that they're, you know, I prefer a bunch of other bands to them, but they have some cultural significance. All right. Uh, speaking of Mr. Bungle, they are going to go tour Australia, New Zealand for the first time in a long time. Uh, with their fellow pop stars, the Melvins, their label mates on Ipecac Recordings, owned, co-owned by Mike Patton. That's going to take place in Auckland, in uh, Auckland and Melbourne, and all the big cities in New Zealand and Australia this March 2024. So still no faith no more, but I'm glad to see Bungle back doing their thing. I do believe there's a Dead Cross album that is also completed. So whenever they're ready to take that out, I think that's a very decent possibility as well for next year. And maybe just maybe Mike's just not into bringing back Faith No More since that reunion tour got interrupted a couple of years back. That's a shame if they never play again. I hope they do, but we'll see. Napalm Death, Pig Destroyer, Primitive Man, and Worm Rot are teaming up for a European tour coming this winter. Uh, Napalm Death, I think, will be having a new record out next year. Pig Destroyer, possibly also. Primitive Man put a new record out this year. Worm Rot put a new record out last year. They're, uh, I believe they'll have a new vocalist for that tour. So uh, very cool news if you love the grindcore and also the most brutal heavy band on the planet, Primitive Man. I just saw them uh, about three weeks ago. I've got a review coming tomorrow. Silent Planet, who just put a new record out, is uh, this is just one poster from their tour, but they're doing a big U.S. tour this winter with Thornhill, an uh, uh, Australian band who is very cool, two metalcore bands, the Super Bloom Tour. This is the Worcester Palladium, one of my former house venues when I lived in Boston for a long time, and I definitely would love to uh, go see that tour. I think we're going to cover it. I may not be able to go personally. I don't think they're coming out west. Also, also, if you're into 
Some ICP-related bands, Twisted and Blaze, are doing the 420 Wicked Weekend at the Palladium this April over 420 Weekend, and it looks crazy. If you like those kind of bands, that's your ticket. We've covered those bands before, and uh, Twisted is killer. They have a comic book with our homie, Dirk Manning, who is a comic book writer and huge metalhead. I love that dude. I've interviewed him here on the channel. Go check it out when this show is over. Interviewed him at Comic-Con. He's dope. Love that guy. Judas Priest and Sabaton tickets got announced last week. They're on sale now. Go get your tickets. Uh, Invincible Shield is coming out in March. Priest dropped a new single last week. A lot of high, high energy for this uh, tour. A lot of cool power metal coming. All right. Almond Betts Band. If you like your classic rock, just you know, kicking off a new tour this weekend. In St. Louis, a uh, run of Southeast and Eastern dates. Uh, once again, Jarhead Fertilizer kicking off a new headline tour early next week with a bunch of killer bands. If you love the brutal hardcore and deathcore-y metalcore, but heavy, not like singy melodic metalcore, but like punchy, punchy crowd kill stuff. We don't like crowd killing. It's kind of dumb, but maybe you like that stuff. All right, also also Dark Angel, who we saw over the summer, is closing out their 2023 with three shows. One this week coming, Santiago, Chile, Mexico City, Mexico on December 2nd, and Vancouver, Canada on December 9th. They are supposed to be dropping a new album next year. Uh, you know, they lost their guitar player, Jim Durkins, this year to, uh, after a long illness. St. Louis, Scooter, I did not know you were from St. Louis. I was just in St. Louis to see Metallica. I would have met up with you. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't. I will definitely be back because St. Louis is the home of my podcast partner, Nick Cameron, of the Glacially Musical Podcast. So maybe I'll be back next year for something metal-related, and we'll get together. I had a great time in St. Louis. I was in the Midwest twice in the last few months. Everybody is super nice, and uh, the food is great. And the city was pretty killer and fun. And uh, the only complaint I had is I sat way at the top of the dome for Metallica. And I had like an incline that reminded me here of San Francisco. I couldn't, I was like dying trying to get up to the top. Um, had a St. Louis glizzy. It's just a step below a shy dog from Chicago. I'm sorry. I know St. Louis and Chicago have like a cats and dogs rivalry. But I did go to Steve Ewing of the Urge's hot dog place and it was fresh. Amazing, amazing food. Uh, moving right along. All right, time for the major news stories of the week. That's all the shows, concerts, and one-off concerts and thing announcements. Now it's time for the major news stories. Scooter, stay tuned. Hold on to your socks and grab your Crocs. We're going to do this Slipknot story in a second. Oh, boy. Pantera. Pantera. People cannot stop getting mad about the Pantera reunion. They opened for Metallica. They made millions of dollars, probably more money than the band has ever made in their life, opening for Metallica, as well as headline tour dates with Lamb of God. And people cannot stop being mad at these guys. Uh, and that's fine. If you think Phil's a racist, if you hate the band, if you feel like without the brothers, it's not Pantera, that's fine. Philip was and Rex Brown were both interviewed by the uh, Metallica podcast this week. And Philip said, I think that. Diamond Vinny would be fully on board with us doing this. 
if they were here and they'd be part of it, which sent their fan base, again, already divided about a lot of things, Pantera, into a tiz, into a tizzy. Our Reddit exploded with people fighting. Our Facebook was lit up by people commenting. Thanks for all the traffic and love. The algorithm will just smash you down and smash you down. What do you think about the current Pantera reunion with Zach Wilde on guitar and Charlie Benante of Anthrax as the drummer? I saw it three times, and I thought it was pretty great. Um, you know, not apologizing for Phillips' abhorrent behavior in the past. He also hasn't done or said anything cringy or horrible in eight years. And, you know, I'm a kind of person where it's like, you know, he certainly uh, got excoriated, if you want a big word, on a Friday morning early in the court of public opinion, and rightfully so. Racism is not cool. We hate racism. We hate great. We punch Nazis here. It goes cold. But, you know, Philip kept his nose clean, went out, did his thing, played his tour. Uh, if you're going to complain about him now after they made all this money, I don't know what to say, but maybe you're mad about it. I don't know. Drop us a comment. Let us know what you think. Philip, yay or nay? Pantera, yay or nay? Uh, they're not going away. The opportunities are just growing and growing. They have a whole year of tour dates with Metallica as well as festival headline dates. As you saw with NotFest, they're carrying a whole festivals by themselves now. Probably where they should have been if they never broke up. You know? Rock and Roll Crosswords is here. Anyway. Moving along. Uh, so here's that Slipknot story, Scooter. Here's the story. So the last three weeks, less than three weeks, Jay Weinberg has been fired from Slipknot. He didn't know about it before they made the social media post. He found out with everybody else. Jay Weinberg has had hip and femur surgery. He says it didn't affect his drumming, but it was kind of like coming for a long time. Didn't hurt him. He played. But he needed these surgeries, and he felt like, oh, Slipknot has a big window between now and Sick New World at the end of April, and I can get this surgery. We have not heard officially if he was fired because of this or something else. The band cited creative differences. We always know creative distance differences is bullshit. Um, Kiana Omi Franklin Allow me to tell you that Avatar is one of the worst movies ever made, especially not interested in any white savior bullshit over this holiday in America. Avatar sucks. If you're trolling, I'm not sure what's up. But anyway, thanks for being here, I guess, and helping us with the algorithm. Keep commenting nonsense. We're here to talk about rock and metal. If you're not, you can split. It's cool. We all miss you. So we, Ghost Cult, uh, my cult, my partner, Omar Cordy, we are friends with Jeremy Kling. You know him best from Venom Inc., which he just quit. Coincidentally, on the same day Jay was fired. He's in a bunch of other bands. He's a producer. He's got his own band in Human Condition. He's the vocalist for. Um, we're cool with Pagans. Um, but fuck Avatar one more time. Because the you know, movie sucks. The whole idea sucks. Um Jeremy then put up a social media post with just like a Slipknot logo and then took it down. There's been a wild speculation that Jeremy Kling is going to be the new drummer Slipknot. Personally, that would be rad. He totally could do it as a drummer. 
Whether they would pick him is another story. I don't know. I don't know if they would pick him to be their guy, right? But he would be a fantastic choice. A lot of people are talking about Eloy Casagrande of Sepultura. He posted a bunch of Slipknot covers a year ago. There's a couple of other YouTube drummers and TikTok drummers who are incredible. And, uh, you know, uh, I wonder if they or they probably already had their person picked out. They played their last show of the year. And the next day they made the announcement that Jay was fired, like a day and a half later. So they have their person ready. That's my two cents. I don't have any insight. But I think... I feel like they're going to pick somebody a little less known than Jay was, similar to what uh, Suicidal did, picking uh, their recent new drummers. Uh, got a question on, hello, Eugene Hamilton. Hello, Zach on Instagram. Best solo Ozzy album. That's a tough one. You know, I'm old. I go with, I love Ozzy, and I still go with uh, Blizzard of Oz. I would say my second favorite Ozzy solo record is actually No More Tears. Because I just thought it was the like some incredible. It's actually like the record where the lyrics are the equal to the songwriting. But Blizzard of Oz and uh, Diary of a Madman are untouchable, unless you're Sharon and you want to touch them to spite people. Um, Colleen is here also on TikTok. I wonder if it's the Colleen I know. Big CeeLo is here. Anyway, moving along. So that's the Slipknot story, Scooter. I hope that satisfies you. I don't know, but I, I would be very interesting. I think it's time for Slipknot to hang it up. Not the same anymore. Hasn't been for a long time. A lot of the fan base feels that way. They feel like it's just for money. Um, and got jokes. Cheapar has got jokes on Instagram. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I hear you, man. Could be... Uh, I don't think they're going anywhere, by the way. I just think they're going to slow down and probably not tour as much anymore and probably not put out as much music anymore. But, you know, Corey and Clown have owned Slipknot since 2003 for 20 years. The The band tore up their original deal in 2003 because they didn't have felt like they didn't have enough money in their pockets. So the Corey, Clown, and 5B management owned Slipknot and Slipknot Inc. And everybody else... Whether they were there at the beginning or not, Mick Thompson, Jim Root, Early, Craig Jones, who just left. You know, they lost two major people in the last year and have now had two founding members pass away. But as long as it's Clown and Corey, they can keep being Slipknot, you know? They make the most money and they make maybe more money than Metallica because they play triple the amount, quadruple the amount of shows. I don't know that, you know, Corey has said that he can't keep doing this. He's not going to be doing. Slipknot at 60 years old. He's going to be on a stool playing acoustic guitar, doing his solo stuff, for better or worse. I like to see him patch things up with Josh Rand and bring Slipknot back, uh, Sour back, but it doesn't sound like it's happening. They're on long hiatus and not getting along. But, you know, money's too good. That's the thing with most bands. They would probably walk away if the money wasn't so good. So, some Metallica news. Always Metallica news. Their marching band competition is finally closed. And you can go to Metallica.com and their socials and watch the entry videos of the bands. And I think there's a public voting on it, too. There's over $150,000 in prizes, including their from their sponsor, Tama Drums. 
And uh, it's For Whom the Band Tolls, very cleverly named For Whom the Band Tolls. Let's see what else. Speaking of Metallica, James Hetfield's Messengers, the guitars of James Hetfield book came out this week. James did an unboxing video. He's doing some rare interviews. He doesn't do a lot of interviews anymore, except for their own podcast. And he doesn't do a lot of um, fan stuff anymore. So the fact that he did book signings and interviews about this book, he really cares about this. When it, you know he's uh, given up a part of himself. So cool stuff on the James Hetfield book. I'm sure to pick that up soon. Here is I Am. If you're watching this right now and the sound of my voice, when this show is over, go to your streaming platform of choice and go check out the brand new I Am single. This is the Doom Psychedelic Doom Metal Supergroup from members of Typo Negative, Crowbar, and Down. Uh, we have interviewed the band. We interviewed the label owner, Andrew Spaulding, of Course Paint Records. Shout out to Course Paint Records. Cryptonesia is the new single out today. There's a single streaming everywhere right now. And the video is dropping in the morning, I believe, over on Metal Injection. So it's going to be everywhere. And we're, those guys have recorded a new album, and we're going to catch up with them soon about it. Um, Kitty's new record. Here's some. We're going to talk about this probably a little more in the future. Kitty's in the studio making a new record. I interviewed Kitty at Sick New World. You can check that out on the Ghost Call Magazine podcast. I have a rare interview with both sisters from kitty and it was awesome and i want to tell you that uh they remembered me from 10 years earlier where i interviewed them and morgan uh sorry mercedes lander yells across the room hi ghost cult hi ghost cult it was like one of the best things that happened to me this year it's hard you know we have a tough business very competitive and so it's nice to get a little bit of validation uh kitty's in record not only am i interested to hear what it's going to sound like they are working with nick rasculinitz he is one of the most in-demand and high-priced producers in the world. So they're making, I bet, a whole album. We didn't know if it was going to be a song or two, but I bet they're doing a whole EP or an album with him. He has worked with Foo Fighters. He is the house producer for Foo Fighters. He is the house producer. He would, did Rush's last couple albums. He has worked with Pearl Jam. He works with the biggest of the bigs. So it, I can't even believe they can afford him because it's like working, almost like working with Rick Rubin type of guy. Uh, Nick is incredible. Uh, he did Mastodon. I'm I'm super stoked for New Kitty Music. They were one of the best bands at Sick the World. Maybe I'll link my review of that here. People were apeshit for them and Cold Chamber. The two biggest responses of the day from a band that wasn't the top headliners. Cold Chamber and Kitty in that brutal heat. So hopefully this year the festival is about three weeks earlier and it'll be less hot. Moving right along, the very <laughs> the awesome and prestigious but controversial Z2 comics and graphic novels, which is having a sale for Black Friday, I'm sure, has released and revealed their Iron Maiden peace of mind graphic novel and collectibles, trading cards, slip mats, posters, bo box set, hardwood thing. I bought a bunch of stuff from these guys. It's always high quality. We love Iron Maiden here. You see the maiden flag is kind of over my shoulder with the trooper, depending on where you're watching this. So, yeah. all right. Fifth Season Photography is here. Hello again. Fifth Season Photography has been here before. Welcome to our Rock and Metal News Show. I'm almost done. Almost done, folks. We're at the one hour mark. We're almost done. I'm going to speed this along. 
I answered a lot of questions tonight. That's a lot of fun, though. Desolate are homies from New York City, not the Massachusetts death metal band, but the hardcore and thrash metal band from New York City. Dropped a brand new single this week, Embrace the Abyss Part 1. That indicates there's going to be an Embrace the Abyss Part 2. It is a gnarly song. It's brutal. Love it. Oh, Scooter, I don't feed the trolls, man. I try to reason with them and then uh, just nonsense, but, you know, whatever. I have no idea what's going on there, but cool. Helps the algorithm. Keep commenting, you dumbass. Lionheart, not the hardcore band. Lionheart is a supergroup of heavy metal legends, including members formerly of Iron Maiden, Macaulay Schenkner Group, or Michael Schenkner Group, um, Pat Travers Band, and they have announced a brand new album coming out on Metalville Records. We love Metalville Records. Metalville Records has Lee Aaron, and Metalville Records has Doggy Dog, and Metalville Records has so many killer records and bands. So Lionheart, the metal, heavy metal band, is coming back with a new album in the winter, spring. So that's kind of fun. We'll get a new single probably before the end of the year. This is Brian Jonestown Massacre. Brian Jonestown Massacre is a band that's been around for like 25 years, 30 years. One of my bands opened for them at CBGB's in the year 1999. These guys were on an uh, anniversary tour, and they were in Australia, and they had a brawl on stage where they just erupted into a fistfight and then canceled the rest of the tour. How not to be when you are a veteran band. Don't have a fans pay to come see you. People like their music. Uh, they didn't like us. So we might like thrash metal band open for them. They're kind of like a alternative rock band, we'll say. And they had just a huge fight on stage. And, uh, you know, I feel bad for the fans that paid to see these guys. Be smarter. If you can't get along, don't do this shit. Touring's hard and expensive. Anyway, SSD Control, do you like hardcore? I like hardcore. SSD Control is one of the greatest East Coast hardcore bands of all time. Of all time. And their album, The Kids Will Have Their Say, is getting, just got, a 40th anniversary re-release. It was pretty much banned. After they pressed like 1,900 copies, they used to go for tons of money on eBay and Discogs, and now they have a brand new pressing out. We included this in our Record Store Black Friday story, even though it's not technically a Record Store Day Black Friday release. It came out last week, but you can go when you go to the record store tomorrow to go buy your store your stuff. Go buy that record. I'm gonna I'm buying it. Stay tuned to this channel. You'll see me with the record soon. Okay, wrapping things up. Last few stories. Yoshiki's Under the Sky documentary is getting a UK premiere this week. It's gonna get a wide release next year. I am hoping to maybe interview. It's directed by Yoshiki. I don't know if I would actually get a Yoshiki interview, but we've covered, we love Extra Pan, The Last Rock Stars, and Yoshiki dearly here at Ghost Cult. And I would love to interview him someday, even obviously with a translator or whatever. And, 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 and this is the Halo Effect featuring Michael Stana of Dark Tranquility and all former members of In Flames. Sounds like classic In Flames. Colony Clayman. Oracle, they dropped a brand new single, and uh, they are going to have a new album out soon. So that's killer. That's one of my highly anticipated records for 2024. 
Also, also of the many, many, many Black Friday things that were announced, this was tonight, Machine Head, along with Nuclear Blast Records. Machine Head has their own merch company called Tentron Trading. I don't know if you noticed, there's a sort of a, usually a Machine Head something here in the room, but uh, big fan. And um, yeah, so Machine Head is dropping two 20th anniversary through the Ashes of Empires vinyl versions. The dark blue, if you're watching this on the streaming platforms that have the deck, the dark blue is the U.S. variant, and the splatter white is the European, but you can get it imported to the U.S. for some extra money. Uh, but Machine Head's merch company always has a huge Black Friday sale. I'm talking about like $5 shirts and $2 flags and hats and jackets and stuff. So, But that vinyl has caught my eye. I have a budget. I'm on a budget. Just got your machine head tonight, bro. I know, bro. I already know, bro. Um, and I see those guys around town here at shows. Uh, I see J-Mac and Rob Flynn sometimes. So kind of cool. Kind of cool. I love living in the Bay Area for that reason. I see all the metal people. Palaye Royale just dropped a cover of Smashing Pumpkins, one of their most infamous songs, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, for the movie Divinity, which I believe is out from Sumerian Records and Sumerian Films. Uh, somebody got in our socials and was like, how dare Palaye Royale cover Smashing Pumpkins when somebody else already did it? And it's like, that's not how covers work, bro. It's not how covers work. My desk is doing weird things. It's not how covers work. Like anybody can cover anything. And I understand like, unless you're disturbed with like sound of silence and you make it your song, anybody can cover anything. And like, you can't gatekeep a cover because your favorite artist got eclipsed by a much more popular band. Just calm down everybody in their feelings. All right. Triptychon has released the music video for the song Messiah. Their live album is out now. Triumph of Death features Tom G. Warrior playing the music of Hellhammer. And Triumph of Death is headlining festivals all over the world in 2024. So be stay tuned. I hope to come to the States to do some stuff. Here is North Lane, the Australian metalcore band. We interviewed them maybe about a year ago. They have a brand new standalone single. This is probably the first salvo for their for their next record. Oh, Black Friday deals. I know. I talked about it at the top of the show before you joined. We did a Black Friday, you know, we do one every year. We do like a Black Friday for metalheads and rockers if there's stuff you want to buy. Clothes, vinyl, books, puzzles, tour tickets, streaming services, all the things. You can check that out on the website. The link will be in our description. It's in our link tree. You know, I know people are, it's just a tough weekend for some people. Not down with genocide, not really down with capitalism, but I like I work hard, I make some money, and I like having music and I like having nice things. Hibernoid is here. Hi, Hibernoid. Uh yeah, Rob Flynn did a, that video on his socials promoting the Black Friday stuff. So good for him. New North Lane music if you like shouty metalcore. Another new song out. This is the, this is the time of the year when new stuff gets announced for releases coming next year. Peter Wilson, who you might know. From New York City, he is the frontman of Four Trips Ahead, a cool progressive rock band. He just dropped his debut solo single, that I or most recent solo single. He probably had a solo release before, but this is every streaming everywhere. Uh, I I love the track. It's a banger. Definitely go check it out.
Peter's incredible. A great voice. Thanks killing. This is a fun picture from the movies. This is my the co-owner and my, another hetero life mate of mine, Omar Cordy. Thanks killing. Thanksgiving, the horror movie came out from I think from Eli Roth. And uh, at the end of the movie, you can hear Misfits where Eagles Dare, one of their most famous songs in the credits. I think that's inherently cool. That's some punk rock made it into a mainstream movie. That's right. All right. We're almost done. When you start seeing a meme at the end of the show, this is what you get. We could try this place. Seems like a bit of a last resort. Cut my life into pizzas. If this is a real place, I need to find out where it is and go there. If you know where this place is, drop a comment and tell us. I'll send you something for free. Goofy Golfer 068 is here on the, on the uh, TikTok. All right, we're almost done, folks. We're going to rapid fire through the rest of this. New Music Friday. Let's just quickly run down the new stuff that came out. Uh, we talked about Record Store Black Friday, Record Store Day Black Friday at the top of the show, so I'm not going to talk about those releases. You can check out our story for that. Here are the records out today. Some death metal, some progressive death metal from Beyond Grace. Welcome to the New Dark Ages Volume 1. Convocation. Death Doom on Everlasting Spew. Crucimentium. Incredible album on profound lore. Straight up death metal. Erase Theory post-hardcore from the guitarist of Let Live. Talked about Cryptonesia from I Am. Uh... Lang is some Taiwanese black metal. Good band. Strange New Dawn is some psychedelic death doom um, from the former band People Made Up of Green Carnation and In the Woods. Thank you, Scooter. I really appreciate that. I try really hard, man. I love this music more than anything. Uh, it means a lot to me every day. I get up every day and I brush my teeth like everybody else, and I put my headphones on, and I listen to music, and I help uplift the underground, talk about some mainstream bands, because it helps the underground. I try to help fans. I do try to help DIY bands. It's hard. Help me help you. Um, last two for this week. Underdark, super criminally underrated band on Church Road Records. Incredible black metal record. Managed decline. Probably going to fly under the radar at the end of the year here, but definitely worth you listening to. And finally, Zahn, which is also a death metal band. Uh, sort of an extreme metal band. Um, we had a news story with them the other day promoting their new video. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you. So. That is the list. Um, so let's see. Last thing here for the week is the mailbag. So here's what's up in our mailbag. Funko. Um, we're going to unbox a couple of Funkos I've got. I might send these out as prizes to fans, but I bought these Funkos. They were dirt cheap. So two Funkos in the box. Got these a couple of weeks back in the brown paper. The boxes are a little dinged. I think that's why I got them cheap. All right. This is uh, Papa Meritus 4. A little damaged, but the Funko itself is intact. If you care about the boxes, that's cool. I don't know if you like Ghost or not. Drop a comment if you like or hate Ghost, but this is the Papa Funko. 
I'm a big fan of Funkos, as you know. We'll put this one down here. And then the second Funko. I have no idea what this is. I didn't even remember buying these. Except that they were, like, cheap and they were damaged. And the last thing of the night. Oh, cool. I have one of these already, so I definitely will give this away. This is Rob Halford's Funko that came out a while back here. You can see it here with the whip. This is definitely like the uh, breaking the law, screaming for vengeance, ram it down, Rob Halford, 80s Rob Halford. Look at how cool that is, man. I never in my life thought that some of my heroes were going to have like their own toys. When I was a little kid, I wish there was like a Judas Priest or an Iron Maiden toy when I was little. I did have the Kiss dolls. Uh, but yeah, that's our show. And uh, yeah, man, November 24th, we're almost at December at the end of the year. It's a tough time of the year for a lot of people. There's some stories we left out this week in the interest of time. We're already over time as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, there was uh, a lot of rough stuff in the world going on. So you know what's coming. The sign-off, as we do every week at this juncture of the show, it's a tough time in the world. Please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. If you're struggling, please DM someone. DM us. We're here for you. We'll direct you to the right sources for support. And as we say, stay as metal as humanly possible. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here another week. Drop us a like and a follow and a sub if you haven't already. If you stayed this long, you're a real one. I am Ghost Cult Keefe, at Ghost Cult Keefe. The rest of us is at Ghost Cult Mag everywhere else. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Peace out.